Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God, from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. If you Good morning, this is Tim and Anne from the UK. Today's reading is from John chapter 1 verses 19 to 28. This is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, Who are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, Why then do you baptise if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptise with water. But there is one among you whom you do not recognise, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptising. What jumps out at me from this reading is the question, who are you? These days, we're told we have multiple identities. For example, I am a man, I am a teacher, I am a husband, a grandfather, I am a musician, and so on. We're told that we form and reform these identities in social situations. But this question, who are you, goes deeper. It asks, what is your core identity? Who are you really? What do you have to say about yourself? When the religious leaders asked John the Baptist, who are you? John said, I am not the Christ. Luke tells us that the people were expecting Christ, the Saviour, and were wondering if John was the Christ, but John was very clear. In fact, he said in one of the most humble statements in recorded history, I am not worthy to untie his sandal strap. This touches me deeply. John was a very great man. His birth was foretold by an angel. He was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb, and although he lived in the desert, People went out to meet him from Jerusalem and Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus himself said, Among those born of women, there is not one risen, anyone greater than John the Baptist. But this great man was nevertheless humble. But his humility wasn't humility for the sake of it. John wasn't humble because it's good to be humble. He was humble because his mission, even his identity, was to prepare the way for Jesus, the one who's coming after me. Anne and I were discussing this reading and Anne reminded me that John knew Jesus personally. Very likely they knew each other well because their mothers were kinswomen, probably cousins. To me, this makes John's statement even more impressive. It's one thing to admire someone from a distance, 
but it's another thing to be so in awe of somebody you know personally. As we prayed this reading together, we were reminded of a painting of the crucifixion by Grunewald. John the Baptist appears beside the cross, pointing towards Jesus. It captures so perfectly the person of John, his identity and his mission. So what can we discover from his life? Firstly, as Tim said, he knew Jesus well. His whole life invites us to fix our gaze on Jesus. To come to know Jesus, Tim and I pray with the daily shots each morning. In prayer, we are drawn into the immense love God has for each of us. We also find we are drawn closer to each other as God's love grows in us a desire to be more loving. Secondly, John was very clear about his own identity. In 1 John 3, 1, we read, See what great love the Father has lavished on us by letting us be called God's children, and that is what we are. I remember when our children got married, both within three months of each other, I felt totally disorientated. My life had been about them, passing on values that were dear to me, bringing them up in faith, caring for them, and trying to help them to become independent young people. Suddenly, I was redundant, and I felt I'd lost my purpose in life. However, it was in prayer and relationship with Jesus that I found my true identity as a child of God. I am still called to be a mother and grandmother now, but I am first a child of God. Thirdly, John knows what his life is for, his mission. He says, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. When I consider this is my task too, my first reaction is, no way, and I feel ashamed and defeated when I think about how little my life points to Jesus. My ego gets in the way. It isn't about my success. So I need to set out each day with a real desire to share the love I've been given, knowing that I don't do it in my own strength. As we begin this new year then, we can enter into it with confidence because we know that despite the immense challenges the world is facing, our hope lies in the baby in the manger. We can live out our mission by transmitting through our lives the hope we have in God's love for us, just as John the Baptist did for us. I hope these three questions will help you in your prayer. How do you understand your own core identity? How would you like to get to know Jesus more deeply? In what ways do you think your life can make Jesus visible to others? Glory, Glory be to, to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.